afternoon. Are you ready for the second podcast? Good afternoon. You mean evening? Hello, it's six thirty-nine. You're late. You're absolutely right. I've been. I had a whirl of the day. I'm confused between day and night right now. Uh huh. Uh huh. Not my problem. Not my problem. Well, hello, hello, everyone. Today is May fifteenth, twenty twenty-one. This is Kiki and Juicy J second podcast. We got a lot on our t- on our script today to let y'all know what's really going on. Sure do. <laughs> so first, we're going to start off with our topic. Our topic today is fucking with our purpose, which was discussed in our last introduction, which was our first podcast. So now we're going to start off talking about it in detail. We just gave y'all a little juicy pearls last time. We was up for discussion with it, but now we into detail. So, Juicy J, what you think about fucking with no purpose? Well, I actually kind of think the topic is a little um, twisted because I think that when you fucking, there's always a purpose. My and opinion. What purpose? And what purpose? I mean, people, people either fucking you fucking to get something out of it, whether it be money, whether it be clout, whether it be fame, whether it be just to get off and have a good time. It's everything you do has a purpose. So I don't think there is a such thing as fucking without a purpose. Well, what I think is, for one, I'm married and I'm so happy I'm married because I don't have to be bothered with that type of craziness. But to this. To tell you what I feel about it is that Mm -hmm. I don't like to be involved with people. Before I was married, I didn't have a boyfriend for like 10 years before I started dating my husband. And during Mm -hmm. that 10-year span that I was alone and by myself, it really didn't really matter to me if I engaged with a man or not because that's a lot of work. That's a lot of work to put towards. Uh, I got to sleep with him. That's what he wants and get him attention. I really don't want to do that with any and everybody. If I conversate with you, we build some type of understanding and establish something, then it's not a purpose. It's for a reason because we are into each other. But just going out and fucking without a purpose, I can't do that. I have seen my friends do it. I have seen some of my friends get ran trains on, meaning they have mm, a choo choo train, a choo choo train, baby. Oh, I've and, always and they go in a nasty out the door, straight ready for every man that comes mm. in. I never understood that because I'm like, lucky girl, that is not lucky, that is mm. terrible. That's but terrible. It's to me, it sounds like you just passing judgment on her. I mean, no. what's, what's what what's good for her may not be good for you. You're everybody's not right. everybody's not going to align up with your values. I personally personally feel like um if I'm strong and if I'm strong and comfortable in my sexuality and I know I I I have the mental capacity to go out and fuck somebody because I want to do it because I am looking for pleasure or um <clears throat> monetary reasons or anything like that I, I feel comfortable with doing that and I'm not going to pass judgment on you or anybody else because they may not live that lifestyle but some people live that lifestyle and they're comfortable with it 
Mm-mm. So I, I don't see the big deal. Like, a, okay, for instance, let's say I'm out in a club kicking with my homegirls. We getting drunk, fucked up, kicking it. We we almost plastic. Here comes some sorry-ass motherfucking man in my goddamn face. What the fuck do you want? You know I'm drunk. You just thirsty for some pussy. Like, you you really think I'm finna fuck you because I'm fucked up and I'm finna go home with you? Hell no. You probably got AIDS, gonorrhea in the mouth and all kind of old fucking Oh, shit. God. Are you fucking serious? Yes. Yes. Oh, my God. Yes. So just because he's approaching you in the club doesn't mean that he wants to fuck you. Maybe he wanted to buy you fuck. a drink. That's not true. That's not true. Bullshit. That's not true. You in the Um, club, you drunk, they thirsty. They looking at ass and titties. Okay, so so what about women? (laughs) Women can do the same thing. Well, then then the hoes. Yeah, women do the same thing. You know, women actually are predators. Like, men are predators. It's some hoes out here that Prey on men to get a pussy up to get what they need out of them. I can't do that. I just can't do that. I just don't have no desire for that. I don't want to lay up with no motherfucker get no wet ass. I don't think. Mm-mm. I don't think you tapped into your sexuality. Yes, I do. My I don't think do me and my husband. <laughs> I don't think that you tapped in because there is no way in fuck that you're going to. If you know what a mind blowing orgasm is with, with with another person, not by yourself, because you can give yourself a mind blowing masturbate, mm-hmm. but just that intimate connection with another human, um, it's nothing like it in the world. And like I said, there's nothing wrong with a person going out to maybe want to have a hookup. Maybe it's been a while. Maybe you just went through an ugly divorce. Maybe um, you just broke up with somebody. There's nothing wrong with going out there playing the field, having a you know a sex life. Nothing at all. My opinion, though. Okay. But so for you to sit here and call everybody a whore, or he got <laughs> gonorrhea, he got AIDS. What the fuck you want? No, 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 no. That's Not no. Coming towards me, like we be in a club chilling, going to drink. You know what I'm saying? Me and my homegirls back in the day, long time ago, back in the day, in, in my in my area where I grew up at, we used to go to one club and one club closed at three, and you can you can party to the next club that closed at five, and everybody met up there. By the time you get to the five o'clock club, you fucked up, and then mm-hmm. I, a man come towards us, and I always make sure I was just sober enough to drive everybody home. I was always a person to keep us safe and or keep us out of danger because when you Oh, were, you you was that one friend. Oh god. You was yeah. the friend I didn't like half the time. Like, oh, yeah, her come uh, this uh, her uh, come uh, this sober uh, bitch ruining the moment. Uh. <laughs> no. I would I but I bet you I'd be sober enough to fight somebody finna shoot bitches looking at us because they motherfucking <laughs> baby daddy in a fucking club. Look, they baby daddy in a club. And oh, she, bitch. She hunt his ass down while he in our face. Then the motherfuckers, you gotta be sober and watch out for. And that's what happens every day in the hood club. I, no, hey, hey, everybody need, everybody need a friend like you. I'm the type. Now I'm the friend <laughs> that's, bitch. Hey, that nigga eyeing you, bitch. What you? If you don't want to lie, slam dunk him on that bitch. What you gonna do? 
Take him with you. Take him with you. Take him with you. He look thirsty than a motherfucker. Take him with you. And baby, if he thirsty, then I'm dry, baby. Come on. Cause see, when we go to the club, you know, I just have to. We in the hood, and I we the clubs that we go to is we in the hood. We grew up around these people, so we know who baby daddy, who belong to who, and this motherfucker belong to this one. So I was to tell my homegirls, we gotta lead the hood because we know these motherfuckers. We know who they fucking. Let's not do that. Let's go somewhere when we don't know them motherfuckers who they fucking. Right. So you mean to tell me? Okay, I don't mean to cut you off. So you telling me out of your 40 years on this earth, you've never indulged in a one-night stand? Maybe once or twice in my life, and I was disturbed by it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Ask me when the last time I had a one-night stand. Every fucking night, probably. <laughs> Day before yesterday, and I plan on having one tonight. You a god? that's a damn shame. You should be ashamed. <laughs> <laughs> but that's why to me I just couldn't do that so everybody who grew up with me know who I who I am or what I'm about so that was never no secret to people and I always kept like once I used to hang with this girl and she was so pretty that was my homegirl we still homegirls to this day they would beg me Kiki come with us so we can fuck her damn mm. no 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 just because she fucking y'all want me to go with y'all I don't want to go with y'all I pay you. But, I no. mean, but, but was she a hoe? Was she the type yeah. of a go? Um, but I just didn't want to be bothered with that shit. Like, damn, get the fuck away from us. Damn, you can't have no peace. I told her one day, can you stop giving your pussy out so we can have peace in the hood? God damn. Every time we go somewhere, yeah. somebody approaching us so I can kick come with us. Come on, come on, kick it with us, Kiki, so they can go fuck her. I'll be like, girl. damn, leave that girl alone. Damn, <laughs> she was real pretty though. She wasn't. It wasn't no shame in her game. And then was she on, was she was she pretty like me? Yeah, baby, with long pretty hair. Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> I'll give her a run for her money. <laughs> <laughs> that bitch did flips and all kind of shit. I don't know. I don't know. She's shutting it down right now. I don't know. But yeah. anyway, I, but, I, but 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 to 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 let you know. That I do see your point in things. I do feel like when you when you're at a certain age in life, maybe you should kind of slow down a little bit. Um, like when you hit your like, like maybe 60s, 70s. What? You're gonna be too old though. You too, so when you're too old, the fuck, that's when you go slow down. <laughs> no. First of all, first I mean, but how do okay, so how do you explain when you're in your twenties and you're off at college and you want to experience new things and you want to explore your sexuality. I mean, no, I think I just that's... ain't never been that type of female. I was always the type of person where we in a group of people, I need to keep everybody safe. I need to watch out for who gonna do what and this and that. Cause I grew up in the hood and we uh-huh. kicked it in the hood. So I knew what my surroundings was. And I really mean when I said I, I'm aware of everything around me and my surroundings. And I always felt like that because I'm crazy amazing things will always be happening i remember one time we was in the car and we was driving down the street with one of my homegirls mm-hmm. she'll fuck anybody and you blow on her she will fuck you mm. and this dude where these friends at <laughs> this dude <laughs> tried to rape her one day we was in the car we had to jump out the car i said this is amazing like i i don't never want maybe because i'm traumatized by the things that men, I seen men do to women in the hood. 
and they are abusive and aggressive and don't mm-hmm. know how to be polite and uh, I treat a woman a certain kind of way and they only act like that towards females they like so in the hood they be aggressive toward women or try to take that shit from their ass I seen that shit so many times so maybe I'm just like uh guarding like I don't want you no I don't want to be bothered and I'm gonna make you know you gonna know that shit before you approach me like oh she ain't fucking around her homegirl is though <laughs> well maybe it's cause you maybe cause you it seemed like every story you telling is revolving around you being in the hood. Maybe if you weren't in that setting, you would feel different. If I was a square bitch, I'd give it up to everybody there. I need to be a square <clears> bitch. <throat> no, not a square bitch, but I mean, you talking about these hood-ass niggas, I mean, what if you put yourself in like a college setting where... I've been in that kind of setting, and I've been in a workplace setting, and I've been in all them kind of settings, and I always kept... Well, when I went to college, I went Excuse to me. a college that we had to go to school every day because I was achieving something fast and quick. And then when I went to a university, it was a little different, a little experience. But you know, when you get the quiet ones that approach you, I just like being alone. I'm a loner. I like being by myself. I don't care about having no man or nothing. I do care about having my husband. I'm not going to lie about that. But having a, being in a relationship and being with somebody ain't never been my cup of tea. To to thrive, mm. I want. Don't get me wrong, I want it like every other woman, but I ain't thirsty for it, and I'm not gonna go out and look for it. If it don't come out to me on the plate, then I don't need it. <laughs> so you must masturbate a lot before you got married. What? Oh, you know what? I ain't gonna lie to you. I did own opinions. So I'm not gonna lie to you about that. I used to tell my homegirls like, you know, they sell <clears throat> in the stove. You don't need that motherfucker. You can buy you a penis all shapes, sizes, and colors. I had a big purple one. I ain't gonna lie to you. <laughs> ain't none, ain't none like having an attached to a motherfucking man, though. No. Man, you ain't lying. I, be, I that's true, but I just don't want to. It's not necessarily just hood niggas. I'm just telling you my life experience. So don't think that it's just straight hood niggas. No, when you get older, you you meet different people. When you come out the hood, I know I was one of the chicks where I was a product of my environment, but I'm not what my environment is. So when I did come out the hood, it, it was like, oh, that's they just talking that shit a different way, but it's still the same shit. They want some pussy. <laughs> that's mm-hmm. all it is. It's the same <clears throat> shit. They might be a little nicer with it. They might be a little sweet with it. They might take you out to eat and feed you, because the hood nigga feed you a happy meal. Or if you get a rich one, he'll take you to Red Lobster. That's what the, that you know, that's the that's hood shit too, but Anyway, they just talk a little different. And I'm going to say rich is not real lobster, baby. Everybody know, eat real right? lobster now. Shit. <laughs> I just said hood rich. You heard that right. Oh. I said hood rich. But okay. when, you get, when you grow up and meet other other men in different environments, it's the same thing, but they just talk, coming at you in a different kind of way. I just ain't never been that type of woman where I want to share myself. I like to keep to myself and be to myself. I don't want to share myself with other people randomly. I don't think that's appropriate for me and who I am. So what you're saying basically is fucking without purpose. You rather fuck for a purpose. Like so you have nothing against like like prostitutes or you know, street workers or no. Somebody fucking to get something. Your problem your issue is just fucking and not getting nothing out the deal. You know what somebody told me? They told me Kiki Bitch, you can run a prostitution ring if you wanted to. You all these bitches you hang with fucking, but you, you can be the motherfucker running it. I just laugh. 
And I th- I think about that always. I do think think about that like, damn, I could have really did that shit. You know, it's to the web now. It ain't on the street. They sell pussy on the internet, so it's a different game now. But back in the day, nah, they was, still sell that shit on the street too. Yeah, they do. But you can you can get on you can get on the internet and, and throw your legs <clears> in the air and get money too. You know, it's it's it worked both ways. On your mouth. <laughs> Either one. But with that being said, I know everybody got a reason why they want to be with a person for a one night stand or instant thrill and things that they want to get gratification off of. And I completely understand that, but I don't have that thrill in me. Like I don't need that type of gratification from anybody. I'm not Except your husband child. I'm not passing judgment on people, but that's just how I don't think it's a it's a gratification that I need constantly from anybody. I never understood how people can just go do that shit, and I'm Mm. not the only female in the world that think like that. I can't be. Speak for yourself, child. (sighs) So tell me, how many one night stands do you have a week? Okay. To not sound like a fucking trifling, skeezer, scallywag, bottom feeding whore, I don't have. I have men that I keep in rotation. Damn. And by that, I mean, right now, I would say three. A week? No, just three in general. It may not be three times a week. But I have three guys that I will text or they will text me, hey, what's up? Like, what's good? Can I come through? Can I slide? Can I link up? Yeah, cool. I know you. And I've been knowing them for several, one, several months, the other two, several years. But every now and again, um, I will throw myself out there and go online and see what's up with somebody, which is a whole nother topic of a show with within itself. But <clears throat> um so I don't even so I well I guess they would be considered one night stands. Um I guess they would be considered one night stands. But I do know them, but we're not pursuing like a relationship or anything like that. So I would say maybe out of the month I'm probably hooking up maybe five or six times. Oh. And I've got, no, bitch, that's, no. That is good for me because when I was in college, I was hooking up maybe five and six times a day. With different me? Oh, yes. I was, I was bad. Ain't that much <clears throat> fucking in the world. Do you understand me? Girl, and I'm not saying we fucked all the time. Um, <clears throat> you know, dick sucking and heavy petting, kissing, you know, stuff like that. It wasn't always sex, but it was very, I guess cause it was easier to do back then, too, because we were in college, and it was like, that's what the fuck we was there for. Fuck, fuck going to fuck fuck. Going 10 a.m. lab. Shit, fuck a motherfucking the class shit fuck history one on one motherfucker <laughs> we was there to have fun <laughs> so 
Well, but I have slowed down a lot, though. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we gonna say Juicy J is the motherfucking queen and the king of this shit, because some of this shit he did, I, I, I don't even know some hoes that can touch that shit. You this is not my first time at the rodeo. Giddy up, giddy up, giddy up, now. Giddy up, giddy up, giddy up. Giddy up. <laughs> All right. Now we're going to go on some entertainment news. Oh. So they are looking for a black Superman and a, mm. and a black director to direct Superman. So I feel a certain way about that because Superman is white. Leave him white. And you want to give a black man a role that a white man already did? No. Uh-uh. You could give a black man a new character and a new role like you did Black Panther because you know a white man couldn't be Black Panther. He couldn't have played that role no better. He couldn't have did it. So you going to give us a black Superman? You could have gave us any kind of superhero that haven't came out yet in the comic books. It's so many comic book heroes and DC and Marvel, but you're gonna come out with a black Superman and you need a black director to do it. I don't know about that. What you think? I'm all for the black director. Um, let's let's give you know, let's give these young black men and women a chance to, to show off their skills. But as far as it being a black Superman, no. I mean, we've seen Superman play by Christopher Reeves and mm-hmm. um, the guy that's playing him now in the movies. Mm-hmm. He's been out. We know his storyline. It's like reinventing the wheel. We've seen it. It's old. I am so sick of Hollywood remaking these type of characters and movies. Like, everything is the same. Um, it, it's they need to start thinking outside of the box, hiring new writers and create and producers to produce new things. Like you said, piggybacking off what you said, create a new black superhero. Right. Um, and and create his story. Right. If they wanted to if you wanted to go even deeper into it, you could say, well, maybe this is a, a new superhero that's kind of aligned with Superman. Mm-hmm. And maybe he's from his own planet and they're close to the Superman planet, but he happens to be black. Um, and and kind of go off that, but to create Superman and the whole Clark Kent thing, but he's just black, I I don't I don't wanna see that. Me either. but I do I do wanna see a, a black director. We need more we need more of that in Hollywood, but Superman, no. And besides DC is horrible. Like, I like DC. I don't like DC. So anything DC is doing is just horrible. Um, now, if it's Marvel, I may, you know, look at it. But DC, nah, I'm all right. Man, I love all that shit. I love Wonder Woman. They can keep. They I don't care what they do with Wonder Woman, long Mm-mm. as they keep her like he she is. I that new her. Wonder Woman was trash. What? That's a bad hoe. What you talking about? A uh, bad acting, huh? No, no, she do a good job. Don't be talking about Wonder Woman. I had her panties and I had her undershirts nice to run through the house like I was Wonder Woman. You better cut that mm-hmm. shit out. <laughs> That's why your ass went having a one night stand because you thought you was Wonder Woman. <laughs> but you know how they do Batman. They changed Batman up a hundred times. 
you know, I be thinking about what's the best Batman. I have all kind of favorite Batmans. And I didn't, I didn't have no problem with them changing the Batmans because I like certain ones. And that was cool. But I don't want them messing with Superman. Leave Superman white. I'm not racist, but leave him white. And all those comic books that's out there with all the heroes in there, pick one of them and give them to us. So we can invent the wheel, not reinvent. We're going to invent it, just like how we did Black Panther. So I don't think that's appropriate for, for them to be doing that. Would I see it? I probably... well, I, well, you know, it's a lot of, it's a lot of, um, the comic universe is so big. Yes, it is. They have, they have all sorts of characters. Yes, they do. In comics, as I was reading, they have a handicapped person that's a superhero. Yeah. They have a gay and lesbian. They have somebody what? with AIDS. Wait, wait, yeah. They didn't put that shit in the comic books. Damn, bitch, why are you saying it like that? <laughs> I never knew it was it's in the fucking, comic books. It's fucking 2021, yeah. I they have all types of... Books. I'm talking about the old comic books back in the day. <laughs> like The Suicide Squad was always in the comic books, and they did a good job with that, too. But I'm talking about in the old school comic books, not the new. Well, comic I don't, books. I don't know how, I don't know how far it goes back, but I do remember a couple years ago reading where they had a, a superhero that was in a wheelchair, and they yeah, had a superhero that. that was gay, um, and they had a superhero that had um, HIV or AIDS. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah, wow. bitch, get with the times. I must be. They have fucking wow. AIDS puppets on Sesame Street and shit. <laughs> you know what to talk about Sesame Street, right? They ain't want Snoop to do a certain come on. I can't with Snoop Dogg. I can't actually remember what he was supposed to do on Sesame Street, but it was like real big. He was gonna be on Sesame Street. Everybody was excited, and then they turned him away because because he a nigga that smoked weed. weed. Yo, he smoked weed too much. Yeah. And I thought that weren't right. Cause you got these white boys that's doing all this cocaine and show get up there and do crazy shit. They do the same shit, and they was able to do all that other stuff, but why you didn't let him do it? I don't know. But I didn't know that they had gay people on Sesame Street or somebody with AIDS on Sesame Street. Is it gay or AIDS? Which one is it? It's AIDS. They have AIDS puppets. Or HIV puppets. And then they have puppets with the two mommies and two daddies. Yeah. I did not know that. That's very interesting. Yeah, because look at the world we live in. It's everything is out in the open now. You have to have you have to have things and for the kids to identify with. There are a lot of kids that are growing up with two mommies, two daddies. That's true. Two fucking pansexual. You know the LGBTQ HIV DWS. The spectrum's so fucking big now that you have to have something for everybody. So did you know in the state in our state that we in, they have to teach LGBTQ to anybody that's eighth grade and above? They should. They should. Well, they'll probably stop a lot of hate crimes too. Well, no, it'll just educate people on on, on their ignorances. That's true. It's, it will stop hate crimes. Yeah. But that's another topic. We we getting way off topic. That's that, true. that could be for another show. That's true. Well, let's go to world news. It ain't no gas in certain parts of the U.S. And you know what? It was so interesting. I went to go pump gas. Since I have a luxury car now, I have to pump premium gas. Oh, really, bitch? Really? You got to throw that in. A luxury? Really, bitch? I didn't say what kind it was. I just said luxury <sighs> car. 
Okay. Oh God. But anywho, since I have a luxury, she car, is such a snob. That's not real. <laughs> Since I have a luxury car now, I have to pump premium gas. So Costco been get, having a premium for two sixty eight or two seventy eight. I pumped premium for three oh seven and it stopped. It wouldn't even let me get a full tank yesterday. I was like, "What is going on?" And the man came up, and said, "Yep, you just pump when it stops. You gotta go." Mm. I, I said, "Are you serious?" He was like, "Yeah, that's it. You can't you can't put your thing back and put your car back in and get more gas." I was like, "What?" Well, I heard that it's a shortage because um, hackers cyber, yeah, cyber hack hacked them. into the system and like changed the the they changed the coding or something, but they ended up settling. They actually, I think they bought the the what what am I looking for? I'm tongue tied today. They they gave in to the demands of the hackers and gave them so many millions of dollars to uncrypt the code so they can get back in. Which I find kind of scary. You know, you can have these hackers that can hack in to something like that and actually, you know, shut the fucking country down. You know, what else do they have access to? Um, so who, who paid the money? Was it the U.S. or it was themselves? No, it wasn't the U.S. It was the, the, the company the, the company that um, that built the the grid for it. Really? That's amazing. Yeah. Yep, they actually paid them. Well, you got to be careful, too. I ain't going to say, I'm not going to say people are intentionally responsible for making the gas high every summer, but it's always some ridiculous gas price every summer, too. Yeah. And let me tell you something. Can you imagine in the hood ain't no gas? Can you imagine that? And you can't, they can't rob nobody. Or they're gonna be doing kick those. You know what I'm saying? No gas in the hood. Can you imagine how devastating? Well, bitch, that I don't know. What, I don't know what hood you live in, but my hood, we ain't got that many fucking gas stations, so we gotta go to St. Louis and get gas, <laughs> or Bell, or we in Belleville somewhere get gas. East St. Louis, we got no fucking lie. It's I want to say two gas stations. Oh, straight up, huh? No, 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 no. It's it's. No, it's about four, but they're all sketchy. At nighttime, you get out, you may die. It's that fucking hood. They get oh, yeah. shot up all the time. They all buy Arabs. You know, it's that kind of gas. And they always high anyway. The gas in the ghetto is so high. Oh, so we go to, um, we, you know, we travel to St. Louis to get our gas. Because it's cheaper because... Yeah. Well, they missed that part because I think you went in and went out. You said the gas is cheaper in St. Louis versus in your hood. Yeah, it's cheaper in Missouri because Missouri is a Republican state. So the gas is cheaper over there. So we just That's go across true. the bridge and get gas. Kind of like how it is in Chicago and Indiana. They don't have any taxes over there. So people go well, get Chicago gas and got cigarettes. Taxes. Chicago got enough taxes to put you in a poor house. In Indiana, that's true. It's a Republican state, and the gas is cheaper. That that's true. But in the city of Chicago, gas four dollars and fifty cents. They yeah. ain't playing. They taxing niggas, and they want you to be in the poll house with that gas. They ain't playing. They, I really don't have a problem with it because honestly, I have a twenty twenty one car, 
It's not luxury by <laughs> any means, but it is a car. And it it's a 2020. No, it's a 2020. Um, and our gas, um, our gas um, thing on the car, it does not hold a lot of gas. So I can go to the gas station and put twenty dollars in my car, and it's a it's a SVU, I mean the SUV, and um, it'll fill it up. Mm. But I have to go more often to get it filled. But twenty dollars to fill my tank up. That's good. And with it being, you know, the pandemic still going on and I really don't just travel like I used to in my car. So my gas lasts me a while. So I wasn't really worried about the gas shortage. Well, in street news, let's talk about the PPL loans. I want one. I want one. Shit, why do I got a business? You gonna go to jail, just like the rest of the motherfuckers. They gonna go to jail. Listen to this, though. Is going to jail really that bad of a thing? Listen, yeah. I may find me a nigga up in jail. Oh, my God. You wouldn't even care if you got raped in jail, would you? Depends on who raping me. (laughs) (laughs) It all depends. So check this out. It has came to my attention. They have a PPL tracker, right? So mm-hmm. you can put anybody first and last name in and see if they got the loan and what date they got it and how much money they got. I got the list. Hold on. Listen, I went on there myself. I was like, let me see. Do you know the people on that I looked up ain't got a business? The motherfucking first. I said, this going to cause so many baby mama, baby daddy bullshit in the hood. It's going to be ridiculous. Oh, girl. Drama in anybody household because somebody sitting on $40,000 about it or she didn't get it and he don't know nothing about it and then they figure it out. You didn't blew all that money. (laughs) Well, I mean, I kind of blame the the government. Of course. You you can't dangle that kind of that kind of money in poor people faces. That's true. Um, That's true. And it, and the way you apply for the loan is so simple. Mm-hmm. You just literally go online, apply for it, apply for it. They don't, you don't have to provide any re, uh, receipts for your company at first. Mm-hmm. The list that I've seen, I knew about 20 people on there. How many fucking, it, all you saw was barbershops, Nails, people doing nails, (laughs) DJs, and catering companies. And hair weave, hair weave. Don't forget about the hair weave. I said it ain't that many fucking nail shops or people doing nails in East St. Louis. But see what they fucked up is is that the people that they gave these loans to, these are motherfuckers that's living in Section 8 housing. Yep. You done gave them $40,000 in loans. They're not going to pay this shit back. Yeah. It's fucking ridiculous. I know people on there who they were giving eighteen year olds fucking forty thousand dollar loans. Yes, but you know what's gonna be real bad when they create that task force for fraud and they mess everybody credit up or start locking people up who got a certain amount of money, and they start going to jail or they start slapping you with them felonies. All they gonna do is ca- cause catastrophic chaos in the hood or any environment that's low income. It's- well, you know, if you if you if you real gutter gutter, you ain't gonna get no fuck about your credit That's because true. you know you ain't paying that shit back. And the IRS, let me tell you something: 
they're not finna fucking imprison no motherfucking poor people. Now, the people that they're gonna get is the middle class. Yeah. The middle class always suffer. It's gonna be that motherfucker that just took out their loan and working, and they that's who gonna suffer. The poor people, they don't give a fuck. The well, yes, they will. The poor people will care when they slap them felonies on your record. When you can't go get no job, are you gonna? They gonna start robbing and stealing. They already robbing us. They don't give a fuck. This is just a scam to them. This is a fucking scam to them. And they don't care about that bullshit. That's true. Versus but honey, me and I wish you, we wouldn't do that shit. Oh shit! I wish I had enough, baby. I wish my pussy was big enough to <laughs> attempt to do some shit like that. Cause. Uh, a bitch can me. I, I can use twenty G's. No, you know what was real strange though. I went to the Louis Vuitton store and I stood outside forty five minutes. And I promise you, not the judge people. Don't get it twisted. But what the fuck is y'all doing in this goddamn store? Ain't shit in here under a thousand dollars. Y'all look like y'all can't afford a motherfucking thing in here, and they in there buying purses that cost more than the one I bought. What the fuck is going on? And then uh-uh. I- stop paying on the stop paying the on the PPL loans, the Louis that- Vuitton store, and the Gucci store, the Benciaga, however you say it, the Hermes store, Balenciaga. They got they they got them hoes ain't them hoes ain't getting no Birkins, bitch. Oh yes, they you ain't blowing that money. I'm telling you right now. Anytime you go to the Louis Vuitton store and you gotta wait 45 minutes to get in the store and it ain't nothing but us in line. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? I never seen this line this long to get in this store. <laughs> There's nothing in here under a thousand dollars and they don't run no sale. They don't. Mm. They don't. And everybody in there looks like they came out the section A house. So what the hell is going on? <laughs> <laughs> hey, the weave. The hell weave people, they getting money. The Chinaman taking all their money. They buying that weave. They getting their nails done. Man, they look like new money on the street. And it's going to be gone. And the white man is coming for your ass. <laughs> uh, they coming. And they ain't playing. They going to get. They gonna create a whole task force. I should get on that task force. If I ain't, if my, if I ain't had no jobs, I will work for them and come after these niggas. And you know what's crazy is they ruined this shit for the people that really need it. Yeah, like my because if you girl. if you really and, and this is my opinion, if you have a business and you suffered from this, I, yeah. I, you go ahead and take take the money. Yeah, that's, that's what it's there for. My home girl was doing my eyelashes. She was like crying about it, like cause she couldn't get it, and she was like, "I missed the book." I and she do she got a full flown eyelash eyebrow business. Like she do a great job. She got it rolling, but she went without doing nobody eyelashes for what almost a year? Cause that's terrible. And then she couldn't get it. But you got these motherfuckers in the po ass ghetto and these fucking section eight houses getting that shit. But I blame the government. I blame the government because they didn't they they rolled the shit out way too quick. Yep. And they didn't and made it too easy. Made it way too easy and they didn't have any type of um, screening where they screen these people. Yeah, and, and and it's crazy because a lot of these people, you know, they're not filing these businesses on their taxes. No, so, and that's another way, you know. So I blame the government. They gonna like you said, gonna like you said, once all this shit settle down, once we get out of this crazy ass pandemic, they gonna go and create a task force just like how they do food stamps. Yep. Mm-hmm. And the one thing about food stamps and the gov and the um. Government is 
they may not get your ass today or a year from now. Them motherfuckers will knock at your door five years from now and bring yeah. that old shit right back up to you like, um... Oh, you I know what's gonna be... You know it's gonna be real fucked up. You know these hoes that be waiting on the tax season. They got all these motherfucking kids and shit that's getting like five or ten thousand dollars mm-hmm. up, and they snatch that shit every year. You know, and I do, and I do know that you have to sign a promissory note for that shit too. Oh, I ain't know that. Straight up. Uh huh. You because my friend got one because she owns a real estate company, mm-hmm. and she took it out. And you could take out. She could have took out out um. Up to like 60 G's because it goes by how many people you employ. Mm-hmm. But she only employs herself. So she only took out the minimum, the minimum, which was, I think she said she got 10 G's. And she used the money, it went back into her business because she had to, she owns apartment buildings. And oh. she had to put a deck on, you know, one of her buildings because it was it was under code or something, she said. So I mean, she did the right thing with the money mm-hmm. and what it was supposed to be used for. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, yeah. Now you got the unfortunate ones who couldn't get it now because everybody in the hood got it, or everybody. And then you know what I always hear? They let no white folks get it. They let no white people get it. Oh my God. What is wrong with you? So what? You worried about what the white people get and you want it too? That's what's wrong with black folks these days. What them white people got don't mean nothing to us. It's about what we got. That's just so the start. That's the first thing I hear. They give it to the white folks. They put their kids on payroll and all that stuff. Cause I'm sure they got several businesses. They're not stupid and they're financially smart. You're just want some money so you can go blow it to look good to outdo another nigga. That's what the whole thing is about. But anywho, that's the end of our street news for the PPL loans. We're gonna go into the quote of the day. And my quote of the day is, we we pick our friends, but real situations sort them out. What does that mean to you? Well, you can have a homegirl. She be your friend. Y'all kicky. Y'all doing all this shit together in the streets together, kicking it. But let you get in a situation where you about to get into it with somebody. Or she fuck your man. Or she mm. fuck your homegirl, man. Mm. That's how the situation where that bitch need to go. That wasn't your friend. Real situations will get a motherfucker out of your life. Mm. What about you? My quote? Yep. Well, I'm going to quote the great Marcus Garvey. Lord have mercy. <laughs> uh, I can't well I can't say I, I made the quote up because I didn't um, but it's one that I live by and it is if you don't stand for something you will fall for anything oh give and me that, an example I mean it's, it's, it's a clear quote you have to stand for something you have to believe in something um, you have to go out and do your own research you have to educate yourself um, you have to stand your ground with certain things because if you don't, you'll let the 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 silliest motherfucker into your life that can sell you anything and you yeah. fall for it. So, you know, with that being said, do your research, educate yourself, read, 
um stand for something you're absolutely right and watch who you pick to put in your circle because everybody ain't your friend (laughs) that's true all right so our next show topic is what you say how you say the new nigga (laughs) i love it meaning that these new niggas mean of a different era from us now the new nigga is middle class now they do more drugs they're also rich and they kick it in with white kids. <laughs> yeah, and, and 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 don't get me wrong. Now, when I use the word nigga, that's I, I love the word nigga. I'm not giving it up. I know some black people have a problem with it, but I don't. Mm-hmm. So I call a white person a nigga. Yeah. I can call a gay person a nigga. Just right. that's just it's a term of endearment to me. Right. But I chose the topic the new nigga because the lifestyles that black people are living today are totally different from the ones that we lived in the 80s absolutely and 70s and 60s absolutely. you know you have black kids now that are growing up with money yeah and that was unheard of back when i was a child you had maybe a small percentage of black families that were considered middle class but now That's you true. have these kids they growing up right along the side of white kids, if not surpassing them. That's true. Because I know my entire circle of friends, we are all college educated. Mm-hmm. Some even have doctorates. Some have masters. We all have good jobs, borderlining six-figure jobs. Yeah. Um, you know, we have houses that we own and, and, and luxury cars and, you know, that's true. One, one of my friends been shopping in the, the Louis Vuitton store, you know? <laughs> you know and what? Let me, you know, let, me say, let me just say this. I, about, what, two weeks ago when you told me about you going to the Louis Vuitton store, you said something to me that made me laugh so fucking hard. But I and say? I'm still giggling to this moment. I was like, damn, bitch, you went to the Louis store? You was like, uh-huh. And I was like, um, you was like, shit, what I look like getting up out of my <coughs> my car with a motherfucking coach bag on. <laughs> that got the right. fuck out of me. I'm like, this bitch is right, bitch. What bitch, you made me feel bad. I went in there and fucking cut my coach bag up. <laughs> bitch, step your game up, bitch. We we rocking Louis Hall. We we can afford it. That's so, right. Yeah. We, That's we right. Do, and we are the new nigga. That's right. We are. But there's a but there's a downfall to it too, though. What's that? You know. Well, we could say that downfall to for our next uh, segment, so we can discuss it more in detail. But I will say this also, not to give away all the pearls for the next episode, but I have seen black the new nigga do more drugs than I ever seen in my life. When I was younger, the only thing that would be on the street, and I grew up with some with some stone cold drug addicts. It was two, one upstairs <coughs> and one downstairs. Mm. One did lines and one smoked moles. And all I ever knew in my life that people in my era and my age group, they only did weeds and sticks. And if you don't know <coughs> what, a, what a happy stick is, a happy stick is just weed and a bombing fluid. And that's mm. all I ever heard being done. But a happy stick. That's what we used to call it. Bitch, where the fuck you grow up? The quarters on New Jack City, you know? A happy stick. 
That I don't want one of those. We called them, well, we called them sticks for short, but they was happy sticks. You don't want no happy sticks. One of my friends off they self off that shit. But anyway, now I hear the new nigga doing drugs, doing white man drugs. Niggas doing meth. The new niggas doing meth. Cocaine lines. <laughs> I ain't never mm-hmm. seen no nigga that's probably not like a superstar. Like I do have my Tim C, my favorite superstar. He always talk about two lines. But he was my favorite rapper. But with that being said, that's a little different. He was older than me. He a different shit. era for me. But my era, we didn't do that shit. But now... The only motherfucker I knew that was doing coke was Whitney. Yeah. But Whitney was, was, you know, because crack was whack, bitch. She was doing yeah. coke. Back. Crack she was, was doing whack. coke. But, see, but, coke Whitney had, but Whitney had money, though. That's true. And cocaine, power. got these young hoes snorting cocaine. You got ecstasy and Molly's bitches popping pills, making fucked up kids and shit. That, all that uh-huh. shit, but you know, it's like something I ain't never seen before. It's like the 80s all over again, but it ain't no crack. It's just cocaine powder and Molly's and ecstasy. So the new nigga <laughs> is something that is a beast compared to what we dealt with. It has, I, it, it, I mean, new nigga is pros, is cons. That's true. Pros, and we can go back and forth all day because I have a list of pros. Oh, me too. For the new nigga that I love. Yeah. But I got a long list of cons too, honey. Well, all right. Because the new look, the new niggas like they assholes play with. Oh! But that's another topic too. Ah! I don't know. You know what? You're right, because I be hearing bitches outside talking about they blowing niggas' asses and shit. When I came from sucking dick and blowing ass was frowned upon. So what you out there doing is disturbing, you know. And they'll do anything to get a pull a nigga. But that's another segment too because we gotta talk sure about so that's a that's another thing. The new nigga out here getting titties and ass. They get uh, 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 they, uh, uh, they going straight to the chop shop. So they chop shop with them with the TV. With them PPL loans. I know a lot of bitches when they got that motherfucking PPL on them when they got that motherfucking Stomach sucked into their ass. Yeah, uh-huh. These they hoes is, baby, these <laughs> is living for the summertime. They yes, want they the summertime they, bodies. You know what? Even though they do that shit, it's to honey hoes that look just like that bitch. You blew your money and your mind still fucked up. And you still mm-hmm. ain't got it. And then you, that's another segment. So we'll be going on for that forever. But I can't wait till the next one till we discuss it. So we can talk about the new nigga. And I want to end our show. And I want to thank everybody for listening. We really appreciate it. We put a lot of heart and soul to what we have to discuss. And everything that come out of our mouth is true to our heart. So thank you for listening. And you all have a good night. Bye.